Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Welcome to episode 113 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast. And fam, we love you. You know that. We love you. We've been loving on you for 112 episodes, and we're so glad that you've tuned in for 113. And here's what we're here to do. If you're tuning in for the first time, here's why, we're, here's why we exist. Worship Leader Probs exists to entertain you. There's three little E's. It's almost like a senior pastor was involved in this. We got three E's. We want to entertain you. We want to make you laugh and remind you that you're not alone. We want to encourage you. We want to encourage you in your walk with Christ and in your craft and uh, to live in community uh, with people who are serving the church along with you. And we want to equip you. We want to provide resources and uh, conversations and all of those things that can encourage you and uh, help equip you in your ministry. So that's why we're here. And I am here today with the one and only Big Arrivederci, Pastor Scott Longyear. Well, it's good to have you back, Brian. It's, um, yeah. it's always I was in the good. basement last week, man. <laughs> <laughs> always good, always good to catch up and, uh, and love a part of being a part of WLP and, and what's love happening it. here. And so listen, you're going to stick around with us. If you stick around, here's what you're going to find. You are going to you are gonna laugh. We're going to share some resources with you. We're going to share some laughs with you with uh, prayer concerns that are, are going to come up. You're going you're gonna to love them. And then we're going to dive in and we're going to talk about the ever-present tension that happens between a senior pastor and mm. and worship and production to the point that we're going to talk about what do I do when my senior, senior pastor if I have a senior pastor that doesn't understand technology what do I do and then we're going to talk about mm-hmm. what if my senior pastor is a micromanager both of those right Brian have come to us uh, via the DMs they have uh, absolutely and so um, we're going to dive in and give you some uh, give you some thoughts uh, along that way and and have fun on the journey but before we go too far I got to tell you about our great friends at Planning Center who are our sponsors of the podcast you know Planning Center makes software that's designed to help all of us find freedom so that we can focus on what really matters Now, Planning Center is a set of online software products that we can subscribe to individually or as a full church management system, full church Mm -hmm. folks. So you can always try any product from Planning Center free for 30 days and a brand new product called Publishing. Now, Publishing is a way to create custom pages right within the Church Center mobile app. It's a way for churches to create custom content, share sermons with their congregation, again, all through the Church Center app and the website. So make sure you check out our great friends over at Planning Center. Well said, my man. Thank well you. said. So how are you doing? Well, I'm doing great because I'm getting ready just uh, to land the plane and I'm starting vacation here uh, oh, in yes. a matter of hours. And so I'm just trying to get myself ready to unplug, which is sometimes a little bit of a little bit of a yes, challenge. But is. you just you just came back from the beach and unplugging, right? I did. It was so fantastic. And Good. huge thanks to you and uh, Jen Yance. We're still negotiating on the nickname, <laughs> but we're just going to go with Jen Yance until we can, you know, find one that she signs off on. So um, that's her prerogative. Yeah. So I'm kidding, Jen. I'm kidding. Um, so yeah, you and you and Jen crushed it on the pod last week. And uh, thanks to the street team for helping to run the uh, the meme account. And uh, it was fantastic. Me Good. and Mrs. Tasty Good. just unplugged and 
had a great time on the beach. You know, awesome. people have said to me before, man, well, it must be nice. It must be nice. You know what? It is nice, and it actually is necessary, man. You have <laughs> to get is. away and refuel. One of my mentors tells me, you do whatever you can to keep your fire hot. Like, do whatever mm. you can. And so we need, we need the world, the nation, the world. The cosmos needs Brian Tabor <laughs> fresh. And so you go away and get yourself freshened up. That's one of the greatest things yeah, you can do man. for your ministry is to, to do that. So I actually love what you just said. You do whatever you can to keep your fire hot. That's, that is great. And my fire got hot last week, so it was, I needed it. I needed it. Good, 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 good. Speaking you know what else of, I need? What, do you, what else do you need, Brian? I need, I need the fam. I need the nation to head over to worshipleaderprobs.com and check out this new merch. So we're doing something a little different. Yeah. We're taking some of the DMs uh, and some of the prayer concerns that we've gotten that have been a little extra spicy. We're flipping those onto some merch now. So uh, if you remember the prayer concern about uh, how many decibels are you running? Yes, yes. All of them. All of them. So you've got a T-shirt on that. We've got a T-shirt on that. We've got a, a T-shirt that uh, that says no unauthorized tambo uh, from those people who like to bring their own tambourines. Um, yeah, man. So go go over there and check it out. Uh, some good stuff. Hey, good, and an good, honorable good mention for uh, Jen and I, I think it was last week on one of the prayer concerns, somebody said that somebody had told them uh, that they were just just waiting for the funk to kick in. Yes. <laughs> like, that kind of describes my life right now. I'm just waiting for the funk to kick in. <laughs> I literally got a DM. I got a DM today on Instagram asking for that shirt. Really? Waiting for the funk to kick in. Fantastic. And hey, as long as you're uh, as long as you're surfing over there on uh, worshipleaderprobs.com and looking at some merch, uh, drop in and take a look at our coaching network. This is something that you're going to want to be a part of. Now you're going to get a little small taste of it today, but the coaching network is a chance to go in depth and address some of the issues that we wrestle with as worship and production and ministry leaders. And so here's how this works. Uh, if you're part of the network, uh, Brian and I, and sometimes a special guest, will do an in-depth teaching for one hour a month. And that's two different times during the month. So it's a, an afternoon and an evening, same session, but you can drop in <clears throat> to whatever one of those you, you want to. Mm-hmm. You also get a link. So it's going to be recorded. You can go back and check that out. In addition, if you're part of the network, you're, uh, you are to your discretion, you can, I don't, I don't want to say this. I should use my words better. You have available <laughs> to you a 30-minute uh, one-on-one consultation a month, 30 minutes a month. So you may reach out to Brian or me and say, man, I really need an AVL upgrade. Who do I talk to? And we're going to pair you with a professional in the field. Uh, not a sales job. This is not sales at all. Or you may say, I'm going through this uh, personal struggle or this spiritual struggle, or how do I handle this in my team? We're going to pair you with somebody that is a, an expert in their field that has worked with us in a coaching network before in a addition to that, as if that wasn't enough, mm-hmm. uh, we've got a, a closed, a, only if you're a part of the network, can you be a part of this closed Facebook group where a lot of interaction and networking comes uh, comes back and forth. And so you're going to want to check that out. Uh, that's going to launch next month in March. Um, this will be the, the it was like 2.0. We did this last year. We're going to run it again yep, yep. Uh, this year. So check it out. Uh, it's the Worship Leader Probs coaching network over at worshipleaderprobs.com. It's going to be good, man. It's going to be good. And uh, if you've uh, listened to the podcast or you've followed us for for any length of time, you've absolutely heard us talk about Experience Conference. Mm, yeah. And so Scott and I live like like an hour apart, but the, it, it took us all the way to Orlando for us to meet at Experience Conference. So that's where we got uh, connected. And uh, Experience Conference, Conference happens every September in Orlando at Walt Disney World. Is there any place better? 
Come on, man. The happiest place on earth and worship coming together. That's it. It's going to be unbelievable. It's it's really a rare opportunity to sit in in a worship uh, environment that you're not running or doing. And so you're able to worship. It is super powerful with your team. I've Mm -hmm. taken my team before. We can sit in the same row and worship together. And we don't have the opportunity to do that. In addition, there's like full slate of artists and speakers. Like um, I can't tell you everybody who's coming yet because Mm -hmm. it's just contractually we can't, but I can tell you that uh, Natalie Grant will be there. I can tell you that Charles Billingsley will be there. I can tell you that, uh, you know, 60 or 70 workshops in your field, uh, some even that we're doing uh, with children's ministry and worship. And so you're going to want to check it out and be a part of it. To say that it is life-changing is not an over-exaggeration. And I will tell you that one of the reasons that this podcast exists is because um, Brian was able to connect with some people there and, and, and God birthed a lot of stuff through there. Just our, our friends there Absolutely. have just been, just been fantastic. So experienceconference.com, you can, you, can, you can check that out. And I guarantee you when you're there, I mean, it's Disney. So like, you know, you might want to like just not wave that flag super high, you know, I'm going to Disney for my church, but like, it, <laughs> listen, this would be worth it if it was in like Nawbone, Indiana, which yes, is a real town in I've been Indiana. to Nawbone. Have you? Yeah, you know the funny thing is, is that you you drive into Nawbone and you look at the sign and you're like, that makes me chuckle. I mean, that's real, but it makes me laugh. You know, it's real. reality it's that makes me laugh. Real. You know what else is real that makes me laugh, Brian? What's that? A little thing we call prayer concerns. That's right, friends. It's time for our favorite part of the episode, prayer concerns. So here's, if you're, if you're new with us, let's explain prayer concerns to you. Pre-COVID, you probably had bulletins that you passed out to your congregation. And in the corner, maybe you had a tear off that said, how can we pray for you? A funny thing happens, though. You write, how can we pray for you? And what is read is write your complaints here. And so people will write their complaints and tell you how to do your job because evidently you don't know. Then we go online and people use the chat window for that. Or some people are even bold enough to just say, can I just give you my opinion? And so prayer concerns are real life, not fabricated, honest to goodness, true feedback that has come in. And Brian, I bet you got a doozy or some doozies for us. I, I I have some doozies for you. Uh, and you can always submit yours on the website, man, worshipleaderprobs.com. So here, we're, let's dive in. Prayer concern number one. During the online-only period of COVID, we did an anonymous feedback survey to see how we could improve our live stream. Oh, boy. Right before COVID started, we had put up a black curtain behind the stage to help with depth on video. We got a comment that said, You need to change the black curtains to a light color as soon as possible because God is light and in him is no darkness at all. (laughs) You can't, that's a foul, man. That's an infraction. You cannot do that. You cannot take a scripture and throw it on your opinion and say this is what God said. Oh, man. Yeah. And change that curtain as soon as possible. Exactly. Light color. (laughs) Only light colors. Something maybe a pastel. You never know. I got a Easter's get, coming. Gotta get rid of all my black t-shirts, I guess. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Prayer concern number two. Another survey related prayer concern. Our pastor sent out to the congregation a survey to ask them how we could improve the live stream. This response came in. Could you please do less music? 
I just came to hear the sermon. <laughs> I am not here to raise my hallelujah. Oh, wow. Well, as a senior pastor, I see nothing wrong with that comment. To be- <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, man. Come on, fam. Man, we'll have it your way. Just dial it up the way that you want it, man. Well, exactly. You, you, yeah, you kind of ask for it, though. You kind of ask for it. <laughs> All right, number three, prayer concern number three. Another survey really on a church-wide January health survey regarding uh, COVID uh, within the church family. We asked, is there anything our staff can pray for you about or do to serve you during this season? And this was one of the responses we got. Yes, the worship music ministry needs a fresh set of eyes and ears. Please make it a priority. Oh, ouch. Ouch is right. Mm. Mm. That's a technical. The other one was a foul. <laughs> this may be a flagrant. This would be a flagrant. <laughs> Maybe dismissal. That's bad. That's a bad one. That's a bad one. All right, number four. Prayer concern number four. I got this comment recently. You know, usually nasally voices annoy me, but yours kind of works for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a textbook definition of a backhanded compliment. <laughs> it's like for yeah, a, this is kind of working for a fat guy. You don't sweat much. I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, fam, come on, fam. All right, number five, prayer concern number five, the last one, the bottom of the pudding cup. We got this comment recently, and it says, "Our organ is growing cobwebs." That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Oregon is growing cobwebs. Wow. Wow. Okay. All right. Get in. Get you squeegee up there and clean those cobwebs off. Wow. Cecil. Wow. Well, Uh, so fam, those are those are prayer concerns, man. Thanks for sending those in. Uh, We'll always keep your name anonymous. Your church's name anonymous. You can submit those. Uh, at worshipleaderprobs.com. Just click on the menu and select prayer concerns. Uh, you can click the link in our Instagram bio uh, as well. So thank you for sending those in. Keep them coming. Uh, keep them coming. Yes, absolutely. So, you know, we get lots of uh, DMs uh, on the Instagram mm-hmm. account. And, you know, occasionally we'll do a segment that we call sliding into the DMs. So, okay, we got a we got a senior pastor here, captive. And the the red button is rolling. And so, what better opportunity than to have a conversation about uh, you know, we get lots of DMs that are related to conversations with your senior pastor. So, uh, we've got two of them today and we're going to let our senior pastor, the Big Rivaderci, help us uh, unpack these. So, uh, the first one is my senior pastor doesn't understand technology. And to put a little more flesh on this, the person went on to say, you know, uh, there are things that we need, resources that we need. You guys all know the drill, gear that we need to make this live stream thing happen, all that. But my pastor has no understanding for it. So how do I have the conversation with my senior pastor when it comes to technology and resources that we need? Well, I think I would just probably go, uh, I'd probably go buy it. And then, um, you know, when he sees the bill, just, you know, people say it's, it's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. So I'd probably just... <laughs> 
<laughs> Solid strategy. <laughs> and then he's like, man, I heard this on this podcast. Now I'm fired. Like, yeah, yeah that is the that. Worship, worship Together podcast. Yeah, I think you, you have to ask the question. Like, so, you know, we, we don't beat around the bush here, Brian, as you know. And so I think you have to, first of all, you have to determine, is this, is this a need or is this a want? Is this a need or is this a want? Because let's be honest, like, man, I I did worship in production, you know, full time for for several years. And like, there's a lot of cool gear that I wanted and liked and bought. And some of it I didn't really need, but it was shiny and new. Mm -hmm. So I think Mm -hmm. you have to to do that. But like, if you have a guy who doesn't understand technology, you you have to drill down on that a little bit. You know, what doesn't he understand? I mean, I I don't understand technology uh, in terms of, you know, I used to do worship in production, but now like I, I couldn't turn on our front of house board and I like it that way, um, but I have people that can do that. So I don't understand how it works, but um, I, know, I know kind of like the end result and what's, what needs done. So I would start the conversation, Brian, by getting with your senior pastor and saying, um, what's, your, what's your vision here? Mm-hmm. You know, first of all, I start with what's the mission? You should be clear on that. And the mission of the church is always, you know, helping people a step closer to Christ mm-hmm. or discipleship, mm-hmm. whatever. It's all, it's all said a thousand different ways, but it's the same thing. You know, what's, what's your vision here? Because uh, I, want, I want to get some technology that's going to help, um, help the pastor take his vision down the field, right? And so if mm-hmm. he's like, well, man, I want this and I want this and I want this, then I would say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to resource that. Um, and here's what that's going to look like. Now, you also have to, I wouldn't come in uh, initially with a proposal because there's always going to be sticker shock in production because always. it is always. so expensive. And rightly so, your senior guy's going to go, why are we spending that much money on that when four years ago we spent it on this? Well, because what mm-hmm. you spent on four years ago is now obsolete because the exactly. shelf life in production is so, so short. It's just part of the game. So I've had very large proposals that have been brought to me and, and when they're done right, my guys know how to play it well. And they're just like, you're going to see some numbers in a couple of days that are going to, they're going to shock you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that gives me a little bit like, I know what's, I know what's coming, but I also want to know, listen, your senior, your senior pastor has multiple responsibilities and he's trying to manage multiple parts of budget and you're coming in and asking for money, but he's also got children's and youth and parking lot. And do you know what the, what your utility bill was last week? Cause he probably does. Mm. So he's managing all of this. So he has to, as a good steward, he has to, to dictate or has to decide through a filter of ROI, return on investment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when you came come in and say, oh, we need $20,000 to do online, he's going to, he's going to rightly ask the question, what's that going to result in? Mm-hmm. Oh man, it's gonna be. Um, it's gonna make us. Let's be able to do this cool thing. Is that cool thing going to result in whatever his vision is? Exactly. Right. And so you have to you have to try to sell it across across there. What I know you've dealt with this before, Brian. What do, what do you what do you would you say? You know, I I, I think timing is really important mm-hmm. when you're mm-hmm. dealing with senior pastors. I think Monday morning is the probably the worst for a large majority mm-hmm. of senior pastors because they're. They're living back on Sunday and, you know, man, I said this, I said this, I should have said this. I, you know, they're, 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 they, maybe they got chewed on by an elder or somebody in the church or whatever. They're, they're living in that on Monday. So like when I have to have those conversations with my senior pastor, Monday is not the day. So know, (laughs) know the time, you know, give some sensitivity. Uh, I also, 
if you if you can sit with somebody who can help you, you know, like maybe our friends at Five Words Media, you know, we talk a lot about them. Somebody who can help you develop a long-term plan so that you're not always reacting to this gear broke and we need it to have mm-hmm. online church mm-hmm. this Sunday. And if we don't spend X number of dollars, we can't be online. Uh, you know, have a plan. Uh, you know, it maybe takes you a little bit of investment of time in the in the beginning, but, you know, have a plan. You know, this piece of gear usually lasts four to five years. So everybody at the table knows, okay, in four to five years, we're probably going to have to replace that. So let's develop a plan so right. we're not always coming in at the, at the last minute. Um, and and I, I, I find that my senior pastor doesn't need me to read the technical manual to him right for right. the brand new yep. yamaha whatever <laughs> he doesn't yeah. he's going to get lost in all of the gizmos and all the stuff it takes and all the things it does and um i think if like you said what's it going to do to to take the vision forward what is the why always tie it to that why question why do we need it how is it going to help us build the kingdom? Um, and I would keep it nice and tight. This is what it does. This is why we need it. This is what it'll do for us. This is what it costs. Yeah, it's exactly right. You know, and you say, don't get lost in all the technical guard, uh, guard, 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 how am I saying that? I don't even know what the word is. So, um, <laughs> um, like, he, like, I don't care. I, I, I want to know, and I tell our guys all the time, uh, more tech guys, I'll just stop and say, like, I, I don't need to know how the rocket works. I just need to know where to push the button. Nice. Like just, That's a great uh, way to say it. Yeah, I, I just want to know how it works. Here was, I'm going to give you, since it's just us, it's just the, you know, it's just our WLP family. It's me and you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a little, little secret sauce. Um, you're going to want to play to how this is going to benefit your senior pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, all of us ask this question in sales, uh, on the other side of marketing, the marketers ask this question, but you ask this question, everybody asks this, what's in it for me? Mm-hmm. What's in it for me? So I know that sounds non-spiritual and all that, and maybe it is, but your senior pastor is also going to be asked, he's asking what's in it for the church and what's in it for me. And if you can come and say, now, if you have a great senior pastor, then what's in it for him and what's in it for the church is all tied together because it's part mm-hmm. of the mission, right? And he gets fired up on mission. And so if you're like, here's how this is gonna make you better, the mission better, and the church better. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden Absolutely. I'm like, really? I thought it was just about having a new digital console. Right. You know, so you're gonna you want you're gonna wanna pitch to that. And if it doesn't make your church and your mission better, then why are you wasting money on it? Why are you wait, don't pitch it? Yep, right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. And I, the other side of that, what what's in it for me could you know, in all likelihood, you know, our, our, our guys like to say the bucket is only so big, you know, the bucket of resources. And mm-hmm. so the, the likelihood is if it's a sizable, depending on the size of your church and the budget you're dealing with, saying yes to you means he's going to be saying no to right. s- somebody else or in a, in some occasions, a lot of somebody else's. Yeah. And so he needs, he needs to, something to hold on to, you know, in that conversation. Yeah. And this really shouldn't be a surprise. You know, when, when guys come in and they're like, our speakers are five years old and they need, they need to upgrade. I'm like, did you not realize this three years ago? 
So three years ago, you should have started putting budget money aside. And so that really shows some forethought to go, um, hey, I need X amount of dollars this year. Why? Because I want to spend it six years from now. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to come to you in six years. And so this stuff is going to age out. And so that's just given a lot of forethought and not because there your senior guy may have or whoever's making the decisions it may be your xp or your supervisor whoever Mm -hmm. but they just Mm -hmm. may have the thing of like all these gearheads all they want is more guitars and keyboards and cool stuff and all this and do they really need four sets of in-ears like and so you've got to maybe get over a little bit of that i'll tell you brian one of the one of the most powerful things i did we hired a, a new worship leader and uh, he was fresh on staff. And I said, I want to go to a conference with you so that we can see everything with the same eyes. And mm-hmm. so uh, this is going to sound like an advertisement, but it's not. Um, so my worship leader, Brett King, and I um, met in Florida at the Experience Conference, first time I'd ever been. Uh, we sat in the Experience Conference, and it was there that we saw worship, we saw production, we could, uh, we saw worship led by church worship teams, as well as touring professionals. Mm-hmm. We were able to talk uh, to uh, tech people and to worship people, but we were able to sit in there and go, and I, as a senior pastor, was able to say, okay, in this session, when we saw A, B, and C, he's like, yep. I said, that's what we're, where we wanna go. Mm-hmm. Now, in this other session we sat in, we don't wanna go there, because that's not us, but it's this. Mm-hmm. So both of us could get eyes on, on where we wanted to go. So he's able to come back and say, if, if we're going to do that, if that's the vision, then it's gonna take this to get us there. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's been, a, we've traveled on that for years to get there, but there's power when you are with your senior guy in an environment where you can look and say, that's it. And it's, and it's both of your ideas. Absolutely. I would, I would also think, um, you know, it, it would be great if he doesn't understand technology um, to take him on a tour of Sunday. You know, and say, hey, I would love for you just to like tour around. If you could just stop in, I want to tour you around and have you just give out a voice to the team and explain to you what they do. There's probably a thousand parts of production that you're, they don't understand. Um, not because they don't care, they just not have their eyes on it. You know, it's kind of like I just, you know, every single light bulb and pixel, like it's somebody's responsible for all that. And when they see that, it really opens them up to like, oh, wow, there really is more here more here than I'm, than I'm seeing. I would also, anytime you get good feedback, I would share it with your senior guy. Uh, we have a practice at our staff of doing that. Anytime somebody sends me um, uh, an email saying, um, hey, enjoyed the sermon, I send that to my staff not to say, look how great the sermon was. What I tell them is, don't forget, we all preach the sermon. We're all doing this together. And so anytime I have good feedback that comes from online, I'm gonna share that with my whole staff, but especially my senior guy. Like we had somebody who, um, I uh, said, man, we're watching from a nursing home. And I'm like, didn't even think about that. Mm, and so mm, so mm. our online guys know that and our whole staff knows that. And so if I'm a senior guy and now I'm getting feedback from people who are watching online, it gives more validity to online so that when you come and say, man, we really need this piece. And if we had it, we could ABC. He's like, man, let, let's get it. Let's go. Again, you're just, you're casting some vision in the middle, uh, in the middle of that. Um, mm. But you just know your senior guy is going to wrestle with it. I had a about a $100,000 upgrade, which may be large for some churches and small for others. It was back when we were upgrading to HD. And I really wrestled with that as a senior leader because it was like, you don't want to go the whole like, you know, there are people in, in Africa that are starving, but I'm like, there are people in Africa that are starving and I'm putting HD in our, in our sanctuary. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I navigated through that, 
I felt like, man, people are gonna come into our room and we're kind of a larger church in a small, medium-sized city, medium-sized city, I guess. Um, and I don't, I don't know, there's, there's very many, if any other places that have the, the technology that we do. And I'm like, people are gonna come in here and they're gonna be like, that's in our city? And I thought, man, that's the church raising the level of production in the city. And if the church does that, I think the city gets better. And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. there may be some of that that you wanna kind of pitch a little bit to your, uh, to your guy, but like, like I get it, I, I understand the struggle. And the more that you can struggle with him in that and not be you know, one of the kids that's coming with your hand out saying, I need some more, I need some more. I think you're gonna, I think you're gonna get down the road on it a little bit. Absolutely, absolutely, man, that's great. Thanks for uh, helping us understand. Uh, that's, that's awesome, that's awesome. Um, okay, we got another one, uh, another sliding into the DM question that just said kind of, my pastor is a micromanager and I'm not sure how to handle it. Did somebody from my staff write this in? Somebody's, somebody's well, and this person, this person actually said, you know, he's not that way with everybody. He's that way with me. Okay. Okay. So, you know, if you don't, I'll, let me jump in for yeah, a second here. Yeah. I, um, that I got good news and I got bad news. Okay. So probably the good news is that is good information for you. Mm-hmm. That's good information for you to have. If your pastor interacts with you in a different way than he interacts with everyone else, um, that's it's good for you to know that because he must be seeing something in you that gives him the need to dive in at a more detailed level. Uh, are you coming to staff meeting and you're not prepared with answers like, um, Easter's in a couple of months here and you have no clue, no ideas, no plan. Even if that is the case, don't talk about it like that. You know what I mean? Like, how are you handling yourself? It, it could be an indicator that there's a strain in the relationship. It could be an, uh, it could say something about your senior pastor, but fam, this is, I'm one of you. I'm a worship pastor and production leaders. I would say the same thing. This could also say something about you and your level of, of preparation and um, how you're executing your job. And so I think it's important to at least as a part of the process, be willing to step back, take a look in the mirror. Is there something I'm doing that is developed a, a lack of trust between my senior leader and I? Is there something that I'm not doing that he expects me to do? Is there a, a piece of my job description that I've forgotten about? Or am I not doing this big chunk of ministry that I committed to be, you know, doing or, or whatever. I, I would say that's an important piece for all of us to be willing to take a step back, look in the mirror. Have I done or not done something that is causing him to interact with me this way? Man, that's, that's, that's solid, I think. Uh, and that's not, to, <clears throat> that's not to take it off your senior pastor at all, but like mm. you just have to realistically look at the situation and go, if it's not like this for everybody else, but it's like this for me, then, then, then what's up with this? Which I think the magic question that you ask in just about every situation is this very simply, why? Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. senior pastor is a micromanager with me, why? Or he's a micromanager, why? Now there's a couple answers to that. Um, <clears throat> one could be that your senior pastor could be insecure, right? Mm-hmm. And he may mm-hmm. think, if everything that I lead doesn't look good, then I will not look good. 
So if that looks bad, I look bad. If you don't do your job, mm-hmm. I'll do your job. Um, because he's answerable to uh, a board of elders or deacons or directors or however it works in your in your camp. Um, so it may be that he has that he has insecurities, and so he has to hold on to stuff because he wants to make sure that it's done to what he believes is his level of excellence. But it also could that, that why why he's not trusting you. It could be it, or why he's micromanaging you. Could be trust that he doesn't mm-hmm. trust. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you're not as good as you think you are. Like I'm not trying to be mean, but maybe you're like, I think I'm doing a j- good job, but, but he doesn't. Like now my my love language is exceeding expectation. Mm-hmm. And my wife continues to tell me, you're you're never happy because you have expectations that you can't even live up to. So <laughs> you're, you're like in some kind of parallel universe that's all crazy. But um, because of that, I have a temptation to micromanage because I think it all it all has to be perfect. Um, and so I would recommend one of the most powerful things that you can say to your senior guy, uh, I think would be just to sit down and say, Hey, I'm sensing that, uh, you're micromanaging me. Like, let's just be straight, Brian. Um, I would say to him, I, I sense that you're micromanaging me. And I don't think that that's your problem. I think that you see something in me. That's probably some barriers. And I would like mm-hmm. to improve on that mm-hmm. because I want to serve you so that you can do what you love. And I feel like you're spending time worrying about me and that's a burden to me. I would put it, you know, if you walk into your senior pastor's office pointing your finger and saying, you're micromanaging and you're doing this and you're doing this, like, like let's just let's just write the next chapter of that one. Yeah. You know, that is your... No, your, no bueno. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> no bueno. You're, you're tuning up your, uh, your resume and reaching out to Brian saying you heard of any churches, right? Um, and I would, I, I mean, I would just straight up ask him, like, let's have honest conversations. Ask me, do you trust me to get this done? Do you trust me to get it done? And he's like, eh, eh. say, what percentage do you trust me? You know, and then, and then as as you're working through stuff, I would just ask him, okay, I did this. What what could I have done to make this better? What could I have done to make this better? And then when he tells you, then the next time do it, and then circle back around and say, you know, we had this conversation. You gave me some great advice, and you said um, it, the next time I do it, I should do this, and I did that. What did you notice about that? Do you think that worked or didn't? Keep coaching me mm-hmm. along. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say this. Uh, let me speak to senior pastors who are control freaks. I'm, I'm going to raise my hand on this one, okay? You have to learn how to turn your team loose. And if you don't have a team that you can trust, then you need to either raise that level of trust somehow by working with your team or you need to form a team that you can trust. I'm not saying that you need to fire everybody, but like, man, it all rises and falls on leadership. I'm continuing mm-hmm. to like, to live in the joys and the pains of that. Mm-hmm. And so look, bro, if it, you know the you know the rule because you've been taught this, you've, you've read the Maxwell books, you've listened to the podcast. Mm-hmm. If somebody mm-hmm. else can do it 80% as well as you, then turn it loose. Mm-hmm. Like that 20% is gonna buy you some freedom. So turn it loose and listen, some of the only way that your team is going to learn how to do it is if you let them fall down. Mm. So let them trip and fall and make the mistakes and right themselves. Mm. Like mm. when your kid is learning to walk, like they're going to learn to walk, they're going to fall down. You don't pick them up every time. Let them get back up and, and learn how to do it, right? I would say to the both of you, you know, to, to build up trust, I, I would do the, the whole like, you know, I, 
I watch you do it. If I have control issues, like, bro, I'm, I'm gonna turn this over to you, but, or, or, you know, not, not, I wanna be equal opportunity, bro <laughs> or ma'am. <laughs> like, yeah. like, as you're, as you're doing this, I'm, I'm gonna turn this over to you. So, first, I want you to watch me do it. That's step one. Step two is we're gonna do it together. So, you're gonna mm-hmm. learn how I want it done. You know, number three, step three, you're gonna watch, uh, I'm gonna watch you do it, right? And then number four, you're gonna do it on your own. Mm, like and I'm gonna, and I'm going to trust you to do it. So give your give your team a chance, guys, senior pastors, to prove themselves. And listen, hire people smarter and more talented than you. Like that's the only way that you're gonna that you're gonna move the ball down the field. Like I want to. I do not want to be the smartest guy in the room when it comes to technology or worship mm. or a thousand other details. I want to hire thoroughbreds that will go and will get it done. And um, yeah, I think it's just continual conversations. They're just real honest conversations. Like, all right, I, I, I want to be, I want to be the best. But the more that you can be on your senior leaders team, um, the more that's that's going to help out. Help me help you, right? Mm-hmm. Man, and w- one of the things that comes through loud and clear when you talk about these kinds of issues is relationship. Um, you know, you may find that your relationship with your senior pastor needs some work. Mm. And that's going to help some of the micromanagement as well. And so, man, you know, we've talked about that. I'll, tr- I'll try to do some research on episodes when Scott has unpacked that. You know, my senior pastor's relationship with me is really strained. Where do I where do I start to, to improve that? And um, man, relationship is is really important to having these honest conversations. You guys are yeah. uh, you, you're stewarding one of the big front doors of the church. And that's uh, what happens in the weekend services. And um got to be got to be tight man yeah absolutely absolutely well listen as you have more questions and uh man send those into the dms uh, brian tries to, to field a lot of those and, and spread them around and it really helps us as we're as we're planning this as well as the coaching network and again it's it's topics like this that we'll take a super deep dive on in the coaching network and even uh, even spread out any more uh, even more because you're able to interact in that on that facebook group so be sure and check that out and as long as you're surfing the web over at uh, worshipleaderprobs.com remember to hit subscribe to the podcast platform of your choice right and do us a favor while you're surfing, go over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating with a really nice review. Do it, man. Like, Do don't it. put no prayer concerns up in there. Like, just a, <laughs> it's a nice one, right? It's just, here's why. It's a giant help to uh, the ego of Brian Tabor, and he feels so good when he gets a five-star review. Not at all. Listen, it just helps us to spread the word and get more and more people um, healthy and, and leading well. And so, listen, thanks for doing that. And thanks also for following us on all the socials. It's at Worship Leader Probs on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And if you want to chase us down on Twitter, just search for the hashtag Worship Leader Probs. Absolutely. Hey, and if you were, you were paying attention this last week, our friends at uh, Five Words Media went crazy. Yes. Giving away the winner Man. of the Free Church AV uh, install for this year is Ohana mm-hmm. Baptist Church in Honolulu, Hawaii. And, nice. Um, man, it's a church that's doing some great things for the kingdom. Excited so, for them. So pumped and so pumped to be to be able to be a part of this and to partner with a company like Five Words Media and our friends over there, Daniel Gorley, and they're just doing incredible things for the kingdom. And so we're grateful for that. We're also really, really grateful for our friends at Maven Media Productions, and they are helping us with all kinds of things related to the podcast. And if your if your church is looking for help with uh, branding or graphic design, social media, website development, all that stuff, hit them up at Maven 
HavenMediaProductions.com. They're tremendous people. Uh, they're friends. They love the Lord, and uh, they will serve you well. And thanks to Scott Hoke for our uh, voiceover intro. So thanks for listening to you, fam. Until next time, deuces. Arrivederci.